One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, Patrick. Nice cock. They want to see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants. Don't just spend me and my mans. Baby, whole lot chops on your ass. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great weekend so far. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That is Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. If you'd like to hit me up, there's two ways you can do that. Hit me up. God, I sound douchey as hell when I say hit me up at 40 years old, but... You know, I got to get out of that mindset. Everybody, everybody in their own mind thinks that they're younger than what they actually are. And at some point, you got to stop using phrases like hit me up. I've kind of been moving on to reach out to me, but you can reach out to me. You can easily do that two ways. 407-270-3044. That is my voicemail number. Uh, it's all anonymous. Not going to reach out, not going to dox you, not going to give out your information or name. You can even call in anonymous. You don't even have to give me a name. Uh, just call 407-270-3044. And if you don't like the sound of your voice and you don't want your voice to be on the Tuttle Daily Podcast, you can uh, you can shoot me an email. Now, that's another one. Shoot me. That's something like was straight out of the movie Office Space. But yeah, shoot me an email. Sounds very douchey as well. But you can send me an email by doing tuttle at gmail.com. I try to write every, everybody back, but as this podcast is growing, it's kind of hard to be able to reply to every single person that messages me. So today, well, not today. I think it's sort of like Thursday. I don't know when the official start date of Biketoberfest was. And you got to understand, here in Volusia County, we depend on a lot of the events that happen throughout the year. Early in the year, the events are just stacked up back to back to back. And it used to be a lot bigger. It really did. Because you got to remember, Daytona Beach was the joint. Another word I should not be using at the age of 40, but... They had Speed Weeks, so you got two weeks there when it comes to Speed Weeks. Then you have Biketoberfest. So then Biketoberfest happens, and then we used to have Spring Break until all the old people just weren't having it, can't have all these kids partying in our city, even though they're coming in and spending all types of money. They ran those people off, and I'm not going to say those people when I describe this next uh, celebration that used to be here, but Black College Reunion. Say what you want. A lot of racist people in Daytona Beach that ran off Black College Reunion, and I, see, I almost said it, I almost said those people, but 
Black College Reunion still brought money into the town, but all the people were talking about how it just was way more rowdy for Black College Reunion. But, I mean, come on. The white college kids cause way more issues than African Americans could ever dream of when it comes to their their event week. So Daytona Beach has kind of shot themselves in the foot when it comes to all that stuff, but Biketoberfest is another big event. Now, this this year is not as big as it be, has been in years past because you got to remember, Bike Week was, was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Now, a lot of people ended up not coming to Bike Week but Biketoberfest, for, for being in a pandemic right now, there are a lot of bikers out. I wanted to go to the No Name Saloon, but I, I walked up into the No Name Saloon and nobody was wearing masks. Not one single person. Now, it's, it's your choice. You don't have to wear a mask, but why, why not be considerate of other Americans, people that can't can't catch the disease or or it's going to mean a life or death situation for them. Yeah, a lot of you people, I, I know, listen, the coronavirus is not as deadly as other pandemics, but why not? Why not just wear a mask? Because you do not know. You might not even feel sick. You might be a carrier and you could give that to one of your loved ones that are older that they could die. Like my my parents are are way way in the need to not get the coronavirus group because you know my my dad's got diabetes uh he's had high blood pressure before my mom has beaten cancer three times in her life her immune system is completely in the toilet so those are two people that don't need to catch it so i'm not gonna go out into a group of people that where nobody is wearing masks. It just, it, it's too much of a risk on my part. So I just walked around the place and I was like, you know what, it is not worth it. Trust me, I would love to. I don't think you realize how much more material that I could be getting for the Tuttle Daily Podcast if I was able to go out and do man on the street stuff. I was able to go out, do what I do best, how I made a name for myself in radio going out and interviewing people because I'm not afraid to ask any question. I don't care how famous a person is. I don't care how scary, how muscular that person is. I will ask them anything and everything. And I'm never, ever going to coward when it comes to asking somebody and and exercising my First Amendment right. It's eventually going to get me in trouble one day. I know for a fact I'm going to have the crap beat out of me. As much as I've been doing it, I've been pretty lucky. Now, I've been in a few physical altercations, but nothing major or severe. Now, I have been in situations where I thought that I was going to get curb stomped. I thought it was going to be just like American History X, where a dude pits my mouth on the curb and kicks the back of my head. I could see that. I could easily see that happening to me one day when I say something wrong to a very, very bad and violent person. So I'm going to try to go out. I saw that a church, they were doing bikers for Jesus. They were giving out a free meal. But some of those people were wearing masks. So I'm going to go out there and try to interview them. But I had to call an audible. 
I mean, I would have loved to be able to go in there to the no-name saloon and interview people because this is a lot different than the Trump rally. Some of these people are bikers. Now, some of them, don't get me wrong, are posers. Some of them are big-time posers when it comes to being bikers. But I'm not going to take that chance. I'm not going to take that chance to get beat up because I'm wearing a mask or I ask them why they're not wearing a mask or who they're going to vote for. So I'm just going to play it on the safe side. If we weren't in the middle of a pandemic right now, yes, I would walk up in there. But like I said, I don't think I would be able to handle if I brought the virus home, my parents got sick and they died. I I just, I don't know if I could handle something that heavy in my life right now. Even though I'm in a good place physically and mentally, no, no, I'm still not ready to deal with something like that in my life. Be back in a few minutes. Hey guys, Tuttle here. Uh, in my continued coverage of Biketoberfest, I am here. Now, uh, can you help me out now? I've driven by this place a lot. Tell me the name of the church. The name of the church is Oak Hill First Church of the Nazarene. Mm-hmm. And we are here. We just want to love on our community. Mm-hmm. And bikers just happen to be riding through today. So they love their bikes. They want to be blessed. And we want to bless their bikes and give them some free food. Now, let me ask you. So why do you think everybody, everybody thinks of bikers of being tough, you know, bad people, you know, but I I think the images change. Why do you think religion is so important to bikers and stuff? Well, because, you know, we all struggle with things. We all struggle with things. and, And the Lord just helps us. He's like that that comfort and that peace as we go through things and no matter what walk of life you are whether you're biker or doctor lawyer you know homeless whatever god can help us as we go through those trials of every day even if life is good god can help us now sir i understand you are the man in charge here you are the well i'm of course Jesus and God is in charge, but you are, you're, you're kind of like the shepherd here taking care of people. How long have you been here at this church? I actually got here in June, the end of June. I started here and uh, it's been three months and uh, we love it. I mean, where'd you come from? Way from down in Brevard County, down near uh, Cocoa, Melbourne, Rockledge area. How has um, COVID and everything going on affected you guys? You know, being able to do stuff for the community, I'm sure, you know, collection is a little bit down uh, when it comes to people coming in. Uh, How have you guys been able to uh, handle and and weather this storm right now? Well, first of all, um, a lot of the larger churches are dealing with um, the the problem of people coming to church and people not coming back to church. I can only say that we haven't had that problem. We've been truly blessed. Um, We've had uh, people showing up here. Um, Our giving has stayed on track as far as the giving of the people in the church, the faithfulness of them. Um, So if realistically, COVID really has not affected us here. We did have one scare where we had to stay out one Sunday, but everything came up negative. Um, but other than that, it's, uh, you know, we've been truly blessed. Now, are you guys trying to socially distance as much as you can? Or are you guys, you know, not worried about that? Because I know a lot of churches, some of them, you know, they, they, they believe. Listen, I do believe religion is very, very important. But this is a serious thing where some a lot of older people go to churches and stuff. And, and you got to protect uh, the people that come here. Have you guys been doing extra stuff to be able to take care of, of your your 
congregation? Yes, we, we make it available to them. There, there's the availability to sit separate from each other. We encourage the wearing of masks. Um, but um, it really leave it up to the people that come here. We do have elderly here, and, and those that feel uh, that they want to be socially uh, separated, we, we give them that opportunity. They're seating in there for them to be separated. Um, but really, um, just trying to leave it up to the congregation themselves. Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I agree 100%. Have you guys thought about jumping into new newer technology and maybe making it available online if people wanted to watch? We actually are online. Okay, that's awesome. I, I, I know a lot of churches, you know, they, they resist on doing that because they would like to have people here, but I think I think that's a smart thing to do. Yes, we have a Facebook and we do it online on our website, and there's a website, www.okillnaz.com. Okay, any upcoming events you guys got coming on you want to mention? Absolutely. On the 31st, uh, the Halloween day, it's a Saturday from 2 until 5 p.m. We have a Trunk or Treat Fall Festival. Uh, we're going to have candy to hand out. We're going to have jumpy castles and food. We're going to have the Volusia County Fire Rescue. We're going to have Volusia County Sheriff's Department. And Florida Highway Patrol is bringing a canine officer in uh, for people to be able to interact with. And uh, uh, we're just looking to have a great time that day. So how have you guys, how has the community of Oak Hill, like, accepted you guys? I know you did, you didn't move very far being down in Brevard, but how are you guys liking it? Oh, I love it up here. The people are fantastic. Um, the smaller church environment is something that we, we came from. It's in our, in our history. We, we, we recently came from a very large church, but we're back where we love being here. And, and to be honest with you, uh, I was a biker outreach pastor for 16 years, and I, I never intended on being a pulpit pastor, I call it. Uh, but God had a sense of humor, and he said, uh, I have an assignment for you. And he brought us here, and it's been amazing. How now? This and, and and if I ask anything, how like with everything going on, you know, this country is more divided than it's ever been right now. There's a lot of civil unrest going on. How do you integrate that in your message every Sunday? Like, what what do you usually tell the people to be able to help them cope with what's going on in our country? Well, right now we're in the middle of a six-week sermon series called Stay Positive, and it's geared a lot towards this time where people can easily get drugged down by all of the things that are going on around them. Uh, the message actually tomorrow is talking about ways to encourage people and encouragement. Um, and I think as pastors, um, we have to bring the, mess, the positive message. Yes, there's a lot of negative going on in this world, but that's Jesus Jesus would love them even if, the, if they're out burning things. Jesus still loves those people and we're to love them and we're to be able to uh, do whatever we can to encourage those that are struggling through this time and to lift them up and let them know that Jesus loves them and that we love them. Well, listen, man, I'm going to get you my info. If there's anything I can ever do to help out, you know, like I said, I've been uh, taking care of my parents and stuff during this time off. I just started this podcast. It's growing. So any way that I can help you promote, I got a really large social media following as well, too. So anything I can do to help out. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming by today. All right. Thank you. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality professionally i'm not in the best position that i've ever been in and hot talk satirizer you would think with everything that's going on a caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an african-american or a minority you're listening to the tuttle daily podcast 
considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back, guys. So I have to run up to the store, maybe hoping that I might be able to interview some more bikers, but I'm going up to the dollar store as well as the Sunoco to run some errands for my parents. But uh, what are one of the things I wanted to talk about, and, and I've noticed this, this could be, and I had this thought while maybe I was partaking in some marijuana, but I had this stoner thought because of this TikTok uh, channel that I found and I don't know how he does it. It's, it's not like a microscope or anything like this, but he has a certain type of camera that can zoom in to such great detail. Like, he, who, uh, what, what did he do? Oh, he did a matchstick, and he zoomed in, and you could see all the details. Like, he gets in between every crook and nanny or whatever that you call it, I had nanny. That that could, sounds completely wrong. But what I'm trying to say is that you can zoom in, and it's so weird of some of the stuff that you can see when you zoom in on things. And one of the videos he did was that he zoomed in on a pair of Apple iPhone uh, earbuds where the little speaker is. He zoomed in, and you would not believe the amount of trash that gets built up in it. I I clean my ears religiously. And the only reason I do that is because I work in broadcasting. There's a couple of things that are very, very vital to your well-being if you want to be a broadcaster. One being your voice and just as important is your ears. And I used to have really, really dirty ears, but I, I don't know if it's true or not, but... Wearing headphones, I think headphones causes your body to produce more earwax, no matter what. And I know earwax is a good thing because it catches all the dirt and grime and everything from getting into your body, just like snot. Everybody's like, oh, uh, I got a runny nose or snot. I get I get big boogers. Do you understand that is it, that happens for a reason? It's, it's there to catch all of the outside things that could be coming into your body. And that, that's what it's made for. But I clean my ears two times a day. And no matter what, I still get earwax in my earbuds. And I had to clean them out today. And I got sick to my stomach the amount of earwax that has built up on my earbuds that I had to scrape out because I was noticing, because I, I, even though, listen, I, I know for a fact I don't have a great voice, but I have a good ear. Even though that I keep continuously, I know for a fact when I get older, I'm going to have hearing problems. I've already come to that conclusion. I've already accepted it because it, it's like anything else. For example, if you're on drugs or somebody that's on opiates really, really bad, you start out, you're taking a little bit. 
and then your body builds up a tolerance to it and you start taking more and more and more. And the same thing correlates to headphones. You get used to a certain volume for so long that you keep jacking them up. And I'm to the point right now where uh, if it just comes down to an ordinary radio studio, I, I'm all the way up to 10. I can't go any higher. And I've worked with some radio people that have had the engineers come in and add an amplifier onto their headphone jack just so they could have it a little bit louder because a lot of radio people, they don't like to hear their self. And, and what I mean by is like when you're talking on the air, you don't want to hear your voice outside of your headphones. The only sound you want to hear is coming out of your headphones. And a lot of radio people do that. Back to the opiates, hell, that's what happened to Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh crushed and ate so many oxys that he was getting from his immigrant housekeeper or nanny or whatever, whatever job title was that he lost his hearing. Yes, Rush Limbaugh has horrible hearing right now because I don't know what the cause of it is. I don't know why taking opiates makes you lose your hearing. But yeah, he, he screwed up his hearing from taking too many oxys. And, you know, you can, if you listen closely, you can tell the difference pre-oxys with Rush Limbaugh to post-oxys with Rush Limbaugh. And you can definitely tell a difference when it comes to his hearing. He sounds like he's a little deaf. Just just the way his voice patterns have changed. But uh, on a side note, back to the headphones. You're always going to get waxed. They're going to be one of the dirtiest things in the world. And that's why I think, I mean, there's really no debate about it. I think your ears get dirtier than any other part of your body. Now, living here in Florida, one of the main problems you have, you can take a shower and within a minute, your testicles, your balls start deteriorate, deteriorating when it comes to cleanliness. Because as soon as you get out of the shower here in Florida, with all the humidity that's going on, you automatically start sweating. And I know it sounds horrible. A lot of people like taking warm showers. But during the summertime in Florida, I take a cold shower. Because as soon as you get out of that shower, without fail, you are going to be sweating like a whore in church. I don't know why uh, a whore would even be going to church in the first place. And I don't know why that they would be sweating so much. But it, it's one of those southern sayings. But yes, your balls, your testicles automatically start getting dirty. Now, your 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 BH, that that goes second. That's why and and I don't know about you guys. And you could email me. I would like to hear from you. Uh email me tuttle at gmail.com. Before I take a shower, even if I don't feel like I have to go, I try to take a number two. I try to poop. Just because it, it, it's it, it's counter it's counterproductive for you not to do that because there's been so many times where I've taken a shower where oh my god and it's the worst thing you are clean you you scrub down you get as clean as you can and the worst thing is having to go number two right after you take a shower so I try and I don't strain I really don't 
but I try to push a little bit. And if I get something out, that is a win-win because the last thing you want to do is get all clean and then take a dump. And that's the other thing. I don't know about you guys. I get some hair in my crack. And I try to take care of that as much as I can because that's just the fecal matter gets stuck to the hair. And that's another thing. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. I would like to hear from you. Do you shave your BH just for cleanliness when it comes to taking a number two? Because I do it. I know it sounds weird. I know it's it's kind of gross, but it is better in the long run because you can get cleaner whenever you do that. But back to the headphones. Before I go to break, I'm gonna I want to talk about this. Apple might have one of the best, worst headphone designs out of all of the smartphones that are out on the market because you could tuck and pit these headphones away nice and neat no matter what, you are going to spend at least two to three minutes untangling them. And I don't know why that is. Why do the Apple iPhone headphones always get tangled? You can pit them in there nice and neat. And don't come at me, oh, you should get AirPods. Uh, No, not doing that. Not doing that at all. And I don't understand what Apple is doing. The company has completely lost its way since Steve Jobs has has went away and died. I mean, Tim Cook is good, but he does not have that swagger when it comes to these Apple events. It's just not the same people. It really, really is not. And Steve Jobs was a dick, but his dickness was why the company was doing so well because he demanded perfection and he like i said back to what i was saying he had swagger when everybody watched the apple events one of the most famous ones he did well there's a couple of them the one where he introduced the ipod and then the second one being when they introduced the iphone that was some iconic moments when it comes to technology here in the united states of america i and and what they're doing now you're talking a a a grand you could get a goddamn MacBook for just a little bit more than that price, and they're wanting you to spend almost a thousand dollars on some of their smartphones. I remember when their high-end iPhones—if you were up on your your phone to get a to get an upgrade—you would pay like two hundred dollars, and now it's almost a thousand dollars. And and it's it's becoming they're pricing themselves out of the market. But guess what? There are so many marks out there, so many people that are so obsessed and they need the most updated Apple iPhone or Apple MacBooks or iMacs or Mac Pros that it could be a year older. They have to have the newest stuff. And and that's that's kind of what Apple has become. It's kind of sad because now we all look like a bunch of mother effing posers. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery 
screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, final segment of the day. But before I go, I got a couple of topics I want to talk about as well as let you know. Got a lot of new stuff on my YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted anytime I go live or anytime I put up any new content. Now, you'll eventually get around to it, but you don't want to miss anything at all. I'm trying to upload as much stuff, and I'm trying to multitask as much as I can. My producer, Vulture, has been setting up interviews for me. So I do the interviews live on Zoom. You can't watch them live, but I do the interviews on Zoom. Then we take that video, and we put it up on my YouTube channel. And then, uh, maybe you guys aren't into YouTube, I play that audio on my podcast so i've got i think maybe four or five interviews set up for next week and there's some pretty big ones i don't want to i don't want to promote them now because i'm i'm only a podcast and you never know these people might back out they they might get cold feet or something might come up and they're like ah i can cancel on this podcast but hopefully i will be to that point one day where i get big enough that everybody's going to be begging to be on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, I've been cooking a lot and I've been reading because little do you know, I'm really, really good at cleaning fish. And I do have problems because I don't have the best knives in the world. But I would like to hear from you. I, I know for a fact there are a lot of fishermen that listen to this podcast. And I want to get your suggestions. If you have any suggestions on the perfect fillet knife, one that's easy to sharpen, because these cheap knives, the more and more you sharpen them, the more dull they get, if that if that makes sense at all. And I would also like to hear how you sharpen your knives. Do you use a whetstone? Do you use just one of those like flat stones? Because for the longest time, I was using one of those little tools that you just slide the knife through. But I don't think they get as sharp as they can be with that. So I would like to hear your techniques. If you, if you know any YouTube videos you'd like to share with me on how to be a perfectionist when it comes to sharpening a knife. Because it does make a big difference when you have a good sharp knife when you're cleaning fish uh, if you're cutting steak anything like that i would like to hear from you tuttle at gmail.com now lastly i want to talk about this big big baseball fan this is the first time in a really really long time that i have actually been in to the major league baseball playoffs i hope that they stick with the extended playoffs that they did this year Yes, it's a little bit more games. Yes, baseball season is way too long. I agree with that. 
But I am so wanting to see an Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves is the team I grew up supporting because back in the day, before cable, before we had cable or satellite, the only, well, when I did have cable, because they had all those major league baseball packages and stuff, but the two teams you could always count on being on every single night were the Cubs and the Atlanta Braves. This is back before they had the Marlins or the Rays. Plus, it you know, it didn't hurt that uh, Chipper Jones's dad was my math teacher for two years. No, I didn't get held back. He just moved up a grade, and I had him two years in a row. Plus, he w- he was a part of the high school baseball team. But I also liked it because I was a pitcher, played college ball. I was a pitcher, and I love and still think to this day that that rotation, and there was uh, there was three major ones. You had Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin. And then you had Avery there in the beginning. And then you had Nagel was there. You had a couple of great closers. Smoltz ended up being a closer at the end, end of his career. But you had Rocker, even though he was racist as hell. And then you had Mark Wollers. And that was a great team. Highly disappointing that they were only able to win one World Series out of that great run that they had. But I want to see a Braves-Rays World Series. Now, the Rays... They had a 3 nothing series lead, and now, even though that they were up 3 nothing and they got to go into a Game 7 today, all of the pressure is on them. I, the Astros can come in, as far as I know, be relaxed, be cool, be loose, and come in. Because if they lose this game, they still made it a series. But the Rays are going to be known as only the second team in Major League Baseball history to blow a 3 nothing series lead. I remember the first one because it was the Yankees and the Red Sox. And I was actually working on Drew Garabo's show at Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando, and we would watch every single game. And by the time we would get off the air, I would wait around until 11.30 to be able to watch the end of the game. In that series, Drew was so happy because he was a big, humongous, one of the biggest Boston Red Sox fans that I ever knew. And to see that happen, I was actually happy for him because those teams, those underdog teams that have not won a championship or not even been to the World Series in a really, really long time, I love seeing that. But I think a Braves Rays World Series, even though one of those teams is a small market. Atlanta, I think, is a top 10 market. But I would absolutely love that, especially you see the Rays with one of the lowest payrolls in all of baseball. It's kind of refreshing because a lot of these teams buy these World Series championships. The Yankees have done it. The Marlins have definitely done it because they won the World Series one year and they went on a fire sale and got rid of everybody. So I, it's, it's just kind of nice to see the little guy make it to the World Series and try to be able to compete. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Probably going to have another show coming up later today with one of the interviews I did this week. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. 
Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out VaporShades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by JCVoiceOver.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?